Ladies and gentlemen of Austin, Texas, fantasy footballers worldwide, this is Roster Watch brought to you by RosterWatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap. I'm here as always with the trash man. Sitting to his immediate left, Byron Lambert. Good morning, fellas. It is week 11 in the National Football League and a must-win week in fantasy football. Now I'm going to turn it over to Byron for starting out the way we always start out, with a spin around the fantasy planet. Good morning, listeners. I hope everybody's doing great today. It is week 11. I hope you're cherishing every Sunday moving forward because we're starting to, the season's starting to dwindle and once it goes away, you're left with no basketball and baseball coming up sooner than you want it to. So, <laughs> And it's time to start gearing up for your playoff run here. Everybody's trade deadline has passed. I hope you did everything you could uh. to upgrade your starting lineup. And uh, now it's crucial time to start jockeying for playoff position, buys, and just trying to get off the bubble and, and squeak into the playoffs. So uh, we are going to start by taking a spin around the Fantasy Planet, brought to you by Planet Fitness Austin, planetfitness.com, the judgment-free zone. Uh, they have five great locations here in Austin. Their memberships start at only $10 a month. And uh, you definitely want to go and check them out. That's where the Roster Watch staff goes and does our does our workout. And, you know, we get, we get buff over there. So come join us anytime. Well, there was talk during week two about, by Thanksgiving, you having abs... Um, what 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 was it that that you could carve a turkey off of by by Thanksgiving? <laughs> well, I don't know how that's gonna work. I, gonna I work got three. I got three more days. So three more days. Four more days. So <laughs> time to get in there and get to work. But uh, let, let's just start by taking a look at, at a few of these games today. Um, one of my favorite matchups today pits two two just robots from outer space the proto <laughs> the prototype himself cam newton versus our favorite wide receiver megatron and we got panthers at lions in a 12 o'clock game today in detroit matt stafford does have a um a broken a fractured uh tip of his finger on his index finger he was pretty inaccurate last week uh had a bad game last week hoping to rebound at home and stay in that race against the bears and the packers trying to stay alive for a wild card spot. So uh, I know we like the matchup for Maurice Morris today. If you've got to dig deep in the garbage bin, if you guys had a, fel- a chance to take a look at this, y'all have any players going in your leagues? I- I'm putting Stafford in this morning uh, in my lineup. Well, uh, it's, you know, like you said, the matchup for the matchup for Maurice Morris is, is great. Carolina is the... The second, the second best matchup for opposing runners this season, and the third best over the last five weeks. So, if it is Maurice Morris getting the majority of the, you know, the touches there at running back, then yeah, technically it could be a good matchup. The problem is he's failed to really show us anything, and they now they're bringing back Kevin Smith from 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 the dead or you know something. You know he he was back there. Back there last week, actually had three fifths of the running production on less than one half of the carries. So that's something to keep in mind. And, and you know, it is a great matchup for Maurice Morris, but maybe something to temper your expectations just a little bit. I'll tell you what. I mean, we've been watching, and I've seen a lot of people, a lot of experts, be uh, you know excited about his matchup this week. I mean, my feeling is though, if you're gearing up for the playoffs and you're trying to get in, you can't, you cannot let your playoff run hinge on Maurice Morris unless you're just <laughs> absolutely desperate. <laughs> 
I'd rather find a wide receiver with upside because I don't think this guy he the maximum amount of you, points he can get you is ten points. You know, I think you don't you don't think you don't think Schwartz is going to be giving the giving the pregame pop up speech saying we're putting this put putting this game in in Maurice's hands to oh, win. God, no, no way, no <laughs> way. And then you like you said, you're not sure if Kevin Smith is going to maybe get a goal line snipe. So I just you know I like I said I'd rather put a wide receiver that's could get me at least four or five points with maybe an upside for. 15 or 16 points instead of uh, uh, Maurice Morris. Hopefully you don't have to put him in your running back position. Carolina's real hard uh, on the wide receiver. They've been the they've been the fifth worst on the season, third worst over the last five weeks, but it doesn't matter. Well, and then the other thing to talk about in this game, and I think Alex can probably detail this a little bit more, is I know people are hoping for a rebound game from Cam Newton. Uh, poor performance against uh, Tennessee at home last week. Uh, one of the one that struggled probably the most we've seen all season. So y- your expectation is he's going to come and rebound uh, in the next game. But we've seen Detroit with their athletic defensive line contain Tim Tebow. They can really get after you. Do you guys think this is going to present a problem for Cam Newton today? Or are y'all expecting a big game like earlier in the season out of him? I'm expecting him to produce. Uh, I actually think a lot of his um, points will come on the ground. I think he'll. I think he'll scamper around a bit uh, uh, to get his open receivers, or open receiver, as I like to say, because Steve Smith's pretty much the only sure bet on his squad. Greg Olson produces too, but um, we're pretty much relying on Steve Smith there. I think that he'll rely a lot on his running backs this game. Detroit hasn't fared that well against opposing running backs. Uh, Jonathan Stewart had uh, fairly... Disappointing game last week. Uh, D'Angelo Williams, he can still move the ball if given enough opportunities. <laughs> I think between the two of them, uh, in theory, in theory, they, in theory, <laughs> D'Angelo Williams should be able to move the ball. <laughs> the he, said, he said he's had one of his uh, one of one good game. This one season. good game, the breakout game that always happens <laughs> in week five that I predicted since week one of the season. They sure did. See, but a lot he also of money predicted that him. he's going to go up from there. But um, I, yeah, I sure did. <laughs> that that was the wrong part of the prediction. We had part of it right. Yeah, can't be perfect every time. Anyways, and then I'm a Steve Smith owner. I'm hoping for a rebound game on a from a three pointer last week. One of his worst games of the season. Uh, I'm looking at it though, and when you look at the Detroit uh, wide receiver matchup on the season and over the last five weeks, they've been. One of the toughest teams against the the receivers, so it doesn't matter. They aren't facing a receiver; yeah. they're facing an alien from outer space. And gotta gotta play him. Gotta play him. <laughs> Anyways, we'll keep the uh, planet spinning here, and we'll take a look at our next matchup. And we have, I mean, I think we ought to stay in the NFC North. That's an exciting race right now with the Packers, Lions, and Bears. Uh, the Buccaneers are at the pack today. This shapes up to be what could be a very tough game for people who own, but you know, like maybe Legarrette Blunt. I could see the Buccaneers getting behind early in this game. Uh, he completely falls off usually when they are are behind early. Blunt hasn't really showed up any time this season. Well, he was actually pretty good early doing, in the season. He was, he, he was doing okay before the, the injury. Okay. He was. He okay. was. He had. He had he wasn't, some. He, he wasn't living up to his draft spot. Uh, he actually he was starting to. I, I was owning him, and he was on a good starting streak. Starting to doesn't amount up to it. I don't. I know well, he had some twenty point games, I and then that. he he was doing well right before he got injured. The main the main issue all season with Legarrette Blunt has been when the Buccaneers get behind, they go away from the run game. Those are the only games he's had poor for performances in. 
But it's something been behind you, a lot. Well, that's what you got to be concerned about. Their defense and is not, gonna, and they're going to be behind a lot probably today. Oh, Aaron Rodgers is going to tee off. So, got to be a little worried if you have Legarrette Blunt. Dorian was a little higher on Josh Freeman than I was, I guess, because you think they're going to be passing it around this week. I just, I just don't like starting Josh Freeman. Yeah, but if you look at the matchup, uh, you know, if you look at the matchup tool on on rosterwatch.com, which is one of the main tools that's helped us to have two consecutive top eight worldwide finishes and rankings accuracy out of the top seventy five experts in the in in the in the whole world, and the the. You know, it's it's the fourth best matchup on the season and the fourth best over the last five weeks. So, you know, Freeman's been terrible. He's not a guy who you want to really depend on. You know, he, he's had a couple of these big games, these twenty, twenty-three point games, but he's also been kind of he's he's also been kind of he's 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 had these two three-point games. You never know what you're going to get with them. Yeah, if you're jockeying for playoff position. You know, try try to look elsewhere. Even maybe we'll talk about it later. Even maybe like a John Skelton or something like that. But, uh, anyways, yeah. In in Bucks pack, um, also the tight ends. Kellen Winslow's been getting some additional targets lately, and Jermichael Finley's been coming on. All right, listeners, we'll be right back in just a few minutes. Give this, us a call. Four four seven ESPN. Streaming live at ESPNAustin.com. This is one zero four nine The Horn. Austin's FM Sports Talk. And AM 1260. And welcome back, fantasy footballers. This is Roster Watch, brought to you by RosterWatch.com. Listeners, I didn't I don't know if you know this or not, but we're actually pretty good at this. <laughs> Two weeks in a row. Consecutively, top eight finishes, Fantasy Pro worldwide rankings. We're pretty good at predicting who's going to go off week to week. I mean, so, we've been taking ESPN, Yahoo, CBS. Those guys are the cleaners, and a lot of it's on the hinged on the trash man's amazing wide receiver. Hey, rankings. he has been on a wide receiver run. Top three finish this week worldwide. Top eight finish worldwide last Sifting week. Sifting through wide receiver rankings is like sorting a bunch of garbage, and there's one man that's the best at that. Hey. He's to my right, and he doesn't look like Whoopi Goldberg today. <laughs> we love him, though. Dorian is the trash man. I hope all of our listeners have been getting out to Planet Fitness. I've been telling you now for 12 weeks, go get a workout in. I know you don't have any abs, and I know if you take your shirt off, you will not be happy. Make sure and get over there. We might be happy. Well, <laughs> depending on who it is who's taking this shirt off. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, Planet Fitness, we love them. All right, Ab Coaster, don't forget it. Ab Coaster. So another thing that we love. I mean, somehow we've gotten stuck talking NFC North, but that's a great division race right now. So it's fun to talk about. Who would have thought that? And I, think, and I think a lot. And I think a lot of the NFC North games this week are some of the best games of the week. Is a lot Eddie of Cross games, a Bears fan? I think Eddie Cross is a Bears fan. <laughs> He did, his, hey, power his, to the people. I got the fist in the air over When he's here. not wearing Adult Swim cartoon t-shirts, he's usually wearing some sort of a Bears outfit. <laughs> That's true. So I'm assuming. The man on the other side <laughs> of the glass, Eddie Cross, with the shameless self-promotion, self as always. <laughs> Loves we it. love it here at Roster Watch. That's what we're all about. Rosterwatch.com. Check our rankings out. Get your lineups right today. We got the playoffs coming down the pipe. Okay. My Oakland Raiders. Yes, I have my Raiders shirt on this morning at Minnesota Vikings. Nobody could have ever predicted before the season that we would have the Carson Palmer, Denarius Moore connection. 
it's making us just feel filthy sick on Sundays. Oh, it is just making us feel sick <laughs> and on Thursdays. Oh my God, this is turning into. I mean, if you if you were in, in quarterback need and you happen to be the guy that got Carson Palmer off the waiver wire the last few Woo. weeks, you stole yourself a gym. He's in a prolific offense. They flat out score every week. I think you're looking at 15 to 25 points a week from Carson Palmer moving Until forward. His arm falls off. His arm. <laughs> You take it back. His arm is not falling off. He is. He is a. Tr- he's looked like a true difference maker. He retired. He is. He is. Uh, he's. Hey, to me, like like Byron said, if you look at the value that they got in Aaron Curry, you know, giving up that one first round pick and the second conditional pick for Carson Palmer with the way that he's been playing and the chemistry that he's developed with that young, elite, speedy wide receiver core, it's gonna. It's 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 already paying dividends. And, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, the Raiders are the odds-on favorite to win the AFC West uh, at this point. I mean, I, I don't know how I feel about him in the long run, to be honest with you. But I do think you he have has concerns a great about Carson Palmer today. in the long run. I think run? he's got a great matchup today. He's got a wonderful matchup today. Our, you know, our, our, our listeners that's what should counts. know that, that, you know, that Minnesota is the second best matchup for quarterbacks on the season. And over the last five weeks... They've been the best. They have been getting lit up. And that was before losing your best DB in veteran Antoine ve- veteran cornerback Antoine Winfield. I That's think just this week. They're going to light him up. I've actually, I'm actually having to face a decision whether I want to start Carson Palmer or Matt Stafford today. You would have never thought that early in the season. Our Fantasy Pros Network did recommend when we looked at that matchup this morning, 73% of experts uh, we're picking Stafford if you had to choose between the two, but it's gotten to the point where it's that close. And so. we are in the 27% that have Carson Palmer ranked higher. Yeah, we love him. Uh, the the matchup also sets up very nicely for Michael Bush, who looks like his Heisman uh, Heisman uh, you know candidate running back days back at Louisville. I mean, the guy's a beast back there. Hugh Jackson trusts the heck out of him. And that offense is setting up nicely. So another big day out of Bush. We consider him a number one running back this week. Um, if you've got him, you should be extremely happy. It's a great spot play. We consider Denarius Moore. Uh, you know, uh, it, it is the numbers are exactly the same against wide receivers. Uh, they've been the uh, Minnesota has been the the second most wide receiver friendly matchup over the course of the season, and the most friendly matchup over the course of the last five weeks to opposing wide receivers. Ooh, and if you've goes got- very well for Denarius Moore, Jacoby Ford will not be playing. Darren McFadden will not be playing for the Raiders. So maybe... Hey, is this a week that you might want to stick Darius Hayward Bay back well, in the line? Darius Hayward Bay... Uh, Hugh Jackson said he's expecting a, a big game from Hayward Bay this week. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Darius um, Hayward Bay is not caught... if you got him. Darius know? Bay has not caught a pass since October 23rd. At which point he was the the Raiders emerging number one wide receiver, but the, the transition to Palmer, yeah, really messed it up. Came back from the bye, got no action. The Ford injuries opened the door a little bit. Jackson was talking about him. You you would play him with trepidation, but if you're in a bind, I wouldn't mind putting Hayward Bay in as like a third wideout. And generally, with I like him this with, week with with you, Jackson. When he when he talks about guys like that during the week. And get some involved in game plans. He generally does. And so. then let's flip to the other side of the ball. I think all you can really care about on the Viking side is we love Adrian Peterson's matchup. We think he's in line for a big day. And I'm a Percy Harvin owner. I've been watching him a lot. They trying very hard to get him involved in the offense. 
He's their number two weapon, and that's all they got. So if you own Harvin, I think everything's on the uptick, and I expect a, a solid game out of him today as well. If you're an owner of Vikings tight end Vasante Shanko, be keeping an eye on his status coming into the game. He's been questionable all week. Uh, head coach Leslie Frazier did indicate on Friday that he had every expectation of Shanko going fully. So if he's a guy you're depending on uh, this week, maybe you have a, you know Jimmy Graham on by or something like this. Uh, you know that's a situation to keep an eye on. Uh, and then we might as well start talking a little bit of Cowboys too, since uh, we're here in the Lone Star State. We got our beloved Cowboys at Redskins in a one of the best uh, rivalries in NFL history. Is it still one of the best? I mean, I I I feel like it's almost cliche to say that that because it doesn't seem like. It's been a historic rivalry lately, but you know what? These two teams get together, and they usually battle it out. It's a tough game. They play tough games. You know Shanahan's going to cook something up for this one. Uh, Tashar Choi says he's ready to run for daylight. I wouldn't buy that too too, too much, (laughs) but uh, we like Romo. DeMarco Murray's a stud. Felix Jones is back, but even Jerry Jones has finally come out and said what I've said for months now. You can forget about it. Murray's the man. He's a workhorse. Felix Jones is a spot guy. You know, if you own Murray, I hope maybe you were able to look at it, trying to pick up Felix Jones as a handcuff. But other than that, I don't see much value in him. He'll be relegated to third down duty, and he might not even keep that long with as good a pass catcher as Demarco. They Murray. said he'll be alternating with Philip Tanner for change of pace duties. So <laughs> oh, no. that's not good. Alternating with Philip Tanner for change of pace duties—that's a knife into the gut. The, of the Felix trash Jones man, look owner. look into your crystal dumpster. And tell us, you're the wide res- king of wide receivers. What do you see from Des Bryant today? Des Bryant? What do I not see from Des Bryant today? Is he going to be a freak? He's a freak all the time. So you love him? I love him. I love him. I also love Laurent Robinson. The Frenchman? Laurent, excuse me. Laurent. 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 This week. You got to get that uh when you're talking French. I like everybody wrong. Cowboys this week. I think it's going to be a free-for-all. Well, okay, so that's the obvious do we like anybody that's a Redskin this week? <laughs> I, I don't know. I would say if you're going to roll with a Redskin, certainly not one of those running backs. Not until one of them shows something. Ryan Terrain is terrible. Roy Hallou has looked kind. He's showing little flashes that he could do something. It's a tear. I mean, hey, it's a, it's, that's a cluster. Without you know, without short choice with with Trash Man's big call last week. If you listen to the garbage grab, <laughs> he told you to start Leonard Hankerson. Who went what, off for what a, happened with that guy? He slid, he went right, off, he slid he went right down the trash chute. <laughs> after going off for 106 yards and, and, and hurting anybody who might have been playing against him on the trash man's advice, he was placed on IR on Monday, so it's right back to the he dumpster showed up, for you. He showed up. On, he showed up. I, it's no sure bet week after week, but um, for, the, for the spot playing. He showed up to work on Sunday, delivered a little Dorian's trash, and, re- and just realized that was even too sick for himself. <laughs> I like Washington. Like, what am I doing? I, I like Washington tight end Fred Davis this week just because of the matchup against Dallas. Dallas is super easy on the tight end. But that's my question. I'm a Davis owner, too, and I've been a little disappointed the last few weeks. I know he's, he's coming off he's injury. Had a little, he's had a little bit of a mid-late season swoon, but he's a great player. Now that the, the receiving core is even, even more depleted, I would say if there was any receiver that anybody was going to think about starting for the Washington Redskins, what do you think, Trash Man? Maybe Gaffney? Jabbar Gaffney. You know, maybe he'll kind of come back into the you know into that role that he was in as sort of a, the the burgeoning number one wide receiver with the loss of Santana. I mean, Mark. he's a possession guy there. So, yeah. well, then everybody needs to start getting excited because uh, we are going to have this week. We got 
Thanksgiving coming up, and the Cowboys do have a Thanksgiving game coming up, so they're going to be on a short week. They're going to have Miami. Um, if you're in town here for Thanksgiving, something you ought to go check out on uh, Wednesday night is uh, you want to go over to Ten Oak. We love Ten Oak. No, we love Ten Oak. The old Cuba Libre. And uh, they have all the whiskey in the world. All Gre- of it. Hey, literally all of it. <laughs> uh, yeah. They, I, I asked for an exact count last time, and I believe it was 985,642, something like this. <laughs> Food is great. Place is awesome. Staff is terrific. Anyways, it's, uh, they are having a Thanksgiving promo this week, and uh, it's going to be on uh, November 23rd from 1030 to 1230 at night, so it's kind of a late-night affair if you are got a little bit of time off this week and you're here in town, maybe give you something to get out and go do. Uh, especially if you're kind of stuck with the fam a whole bunch. Just Everybody stuck know, with, hey, stuck with a bunch of you know guys. you got to try to roll out. You know <laughs> what I mean? Relieve a little stress, and you can go over there and you can get your turkey toast in at midnight. And then something I think Alex will be real interested in. I saw him bowl like seven strikes in a row a week ago. Yeah, and he really likes to cradle the baby. So they've got this <laughs> this turkey bowling going on over at Ten Oak, and I mean, I think there's only maybe a. I think you can. I don't know if there's three holes in a turkey, but either way, (laughs) you're gonna have to kind of just cradle it, put that spin on it down the side of the bowling alley. Just hey, man, get get it, get it, get it down the side, get the hook on there, and just pray that it hits the pocket. Go see Dana. Go see James over at Ten Oak. Tell them Roster Watch sent you. They'll take great care of you. We love them over there. Try the fried Twinkie. Dorian, he hey, he can't. He comes and he orders dessert with his whiskey. (laughs) He does. People there look at him like he's weird, but we just say, "Listen, he lives in a dumpster. So he's got a sweet you tooth. Got, you I got, come on Sundays. You gotta cat. You, you gotta let the guy have a break every now and then." Guys, you're listening to Roster Watch, brought to you by RosterWatch.com. We will be right back. Give us a call. Call four seven. ESPN 447-3776. This is one zero four nine. The Horn, Austin's FM Sports Talk. And AM 1260. Ladies and gentlemen of Austin, Texas, citizens of the universe, listeners worldwide, thank you for tuning in. This is Roster Watch, brought to you by RosterWatch.com. I'm Alex Dunlap, as always, here, here with the trash man, Byron Lambert. We are going over all the matchups from NFL Week 11, and we're going to talk about the players. Start counting your stacks, baby. Count the stacks. This is money in the bank. Don't put it under your mattress. Take it straight to the bank. (laughs) All right, fellas, this is where we're going to talk about uh, players that we think are just straight up like putting cold, hard cash right in your bank account, sending you right to the playoffs. No questions asked. These guys are going to have big, big games today. Uh, Trashman, we're going to really put you to the test in this segment. We really trust your, in, your investment advice. I'm game. Trashman is a financial advisor in his other life. So, <laughs> that's, that's the only life I'm a financial advisor I, in. I, I, think that, I think that fantasy football might be one of the only parts of his life that, we, that I'll be taking any financial advice. Or will I, I actually have any money? Well, let's go ahead and look at Cardinals at 49ers. In a three o'clock game today, who is money in the bank, Dorian? Money in the bank, my opinion, Larry Fitzgerald, John Skelton. Who would have thought? 
averaging thought, tw- averaging twenty po- <laughs> fantasy points a game in his last two starts. I, I was I, I was I wasn't high on Kevin Cobb at all coming into the season. I thought they paid way too much for him there in Arizona. I think John Skelton loves Larry Fitzgerald as he should. I mean, he's a top receiver in this league. He's a beast. Twenty six points last week. I think he'll continue to go big against the 49ers pass defense that you can go big again. John Skelton, a 73% more effective fantasy quarterback than Kevin Kolb, on, on, on average per game started. I, I can't believe it. Does he hunt boar? <laughs> oh, he, he, does he do the Jared the the uh, Jared Allen Kevin Cobb deal? Oh, that's a crazy hides deal in a tree with spears and just spears, shanks those things. Spears, knives, tackles them, uh, and then I, you know what happens next is between him and the boar. Um, you know, as far as far as Money in the Bank for me, I know it's not quite like Money in the Bank, but this is like taking a little biweekly, you know, a little biweekly bonus check to the bank. Uh, is, is a guy is is Alex Smith. Um, he's been hey, he's been money in our rankings bank the last two weeks. He's been money in our rankings. We've been consistently higher on him than the expert consensus. It's been paying huge dividends for us. He is he he's a guy that averages over fifteen fantasy points a game. He always gets at least one touchdown. Very rarely two hundred fifty yards and a touchdown. And it's he, good. It's, it's good. And and you know if you're in need of a bye week filling and you weren't able to get your hands on a Carson Palmer. I would definitely take a look at, at Alex Smith as a tier above the kind of Tavares Jackson level. So going from one bird to the next bird, we have Titans at Atlanta. <laughs> and I, it's love, a, it, I love the bird. It's the bird of prey, the Atlanta Falcons. Do they have any money to put in their bank this, this week? The, the, the Falcons? The Falcons? Arthur Blank. He has a big bank account, and he, he, looks, he looks like he has. A, he looks like he's got a big bank account. Like if you had to That's draw like a cartoon millionaire, that would be Arthur. You know Blank. what weird? You know what always weirds me about Arthur Blank though. He's got that weird thin little he's got mustache. A pencil thin, exactly. A pencil thin and when mustache. You're drawing, when you're drawing all a cartoon millionaire, I, that's what you're gonna draw. You're all gonna he draw needs is like the little the, uh, All he needs is the little like <laughs> monopoly <laughs> monocle. Yeah, and then I bet he has his own. Hat. He probably yeah. got his own blue jumpsuit and dump truck he likes to drive around in for his spare time. As far as my money in the bank in this game, uh, I'm 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 going specifically on matchup alone. Generally, I would say that Michael Turner. Is is always going to be money, in, you know, it, or is is always going to be, you know, money in the bank. This this week, yeah, yeah, he still is. They're they're, they're a top five. It's like a they're, U.S. Treasury they, bond. They've been. They've been they've, We're like China been, buying Tennessee the debt. Is, Tennessee has been good against the run this season, but I'm 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 looking at our roster Rosh.com matchup tool, and over the last five weeks, they're actually the fifth best opponent. Michael Turner, take it to the bank. I like it. I like it. What do you think about Chris Johnson in this game? Well, I personally not money a in the bank from him last week, but he's going up against the worst matchup for opposing runners over the last five weeks. Uh, I would temper my expectations, you know, for for him. I'm not going to be going and you know taking taking that check right to my bank without any fear of it bouncing. Money in the Bank, my pick this week. Damian Williams, wide receiver of the Tennessee Titans. 
For sure, he's good. He's, he's putting I, he's a couple over, dollars he's, away. He's overtaken Nate Washington as the number one receiving threat on that team. He's had two straight very, very effective What type games. of return are you looking for on this investment? I'm using like a 10-point 10 10 point game. My Lord, that's hefty. Well, no, that's like investing in bar ownership when we're in a recession. Everybody keeps drinking. <laughs> yeah. It's solid. When times are good and times are bad. Well, no, the you know, flows. Hasselback rears his Putting Damian lineup head every few weeks. To to a good game, I think uh, I think the Damian Williams connection will pay off for him this week. Feels like drinking a little booze. Makes sense. <laughs> hey, well, we might as well. <laughs> hey, Eddie Cross, I know you wish you had a little extra money in the bank, so maybe you could go see one of these Bears games. One of these days, Roster Watch is going to be huge, and we will be sending you there live to report. We've got. Unfortunately, we won't be going with you. <laughs> the Bears. All right, so we got the Chargers. Philip Rivers has just been getting beat down like a rag doll. We love seeing it because he just he's he's kind of like a Garrett Gilbert out he there. He is. He is. He got he kind of he kind of looks at the sideline with squinty eyes, blames his teammates all the time, and then towards looks towards, like he might cry towards the end of the game. Like I always say, he looks like a guy that just wants to take his toys and go home. <laughs> he does. Take hey, I, I'm 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 taking my ball and gonna and I'm going. I'm home. going home. But when yeah. I'm counting my stacks, though, I think Matt Forte is money in the bank this week. I expect a, a big Go game out of him. Fire! San Diego's <laughs> been a great matchup against running backs over the course of the last five weeks. Uh, it, it, you know, Forte is a guy who you who you gotta love. Um, as far as man, it, it's, it's, it, can I? I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll just talk about a check that I think is gonna bounce, and that's Philip Rivers. He he looks he looks injured. I don't even know what's wrong with him. But you know, with with the way that, with the way that the Bears have been the, the the way that the Bears have been treating people lately, I really they're as 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 far as their as as far as the front part of their defensive line, I see it being a lot like the Raiders and the Chargers are still out. Marcus McNeil and two other starting line, two other starting offensive linemen. It, they're they're going to be getting pressure on Rivers. They're going to be hurting him. He's going to be crying. Well, let me ask y'all: If y'all only had one nickel, you could try to turn into a dollar. Would that nickel be Vincent Brown or Earl Bennett? Ooh, that's a good question. Trash man, I defer to you. <laughs> Always <laughs> defer to Trash Man. With I need investment help. You know, I like Earl Bennett. I think he's a solid pick. I mean, he's a solid play for sure. But if you if you want to take the chance to go big. I think you got to go with Vincent Brown. He had almost two touchdowns. The trash man actually takes cardboard and constructs them into (laughs) houses. And this is where he lives. They might might collapse after the week is over. But uh, I think Vincent Brown, he's going to be starting. Malcolm Floyd is not playing today. Surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> I am sick of writing about Malcolm Floyd in our, in, in, in our injury section at rosterwatch.com. So, just so go much, ahead and put him on IR. So much that whenever this week I was having to input what the injury was, I just wrote something again. <laughs> I didn't even look into what the injury was this time. Uh, yeah, Malcolm Floyd, pretty unreliable. Someone who does look reliable, his fill-in Vincent Brown. He's a rookie. He's only 5'11". He's looked he, great. He, he, he plays up. much bigger yeah. than 5'11". Yeah, no, if you'd no. asked me, I would have said 6'2". He catches the ball at its highest point. High point hands catcher. And, we love hey, it. He might be the high point guy on San Diego this week. 
Well, yeah, yeah. So I, I guess I'll go with Trash Man. I like, I personally kind of like Bennett too, but it's a tough. I one. like Bennett. I do. I think both of them are good plays this week. I just, I just like the upside that Vincent. Brown I saw has. the Trash Man pick up. Uh, you picked him up, Vincent Brown, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is he going not? straight into the starting lineup? Oh, we'll think about it. Try to make a dollar out of 15 cents. (laughs) We'll think about it. Hey, guys, give us a call, 447-ESPN, 447-3776. We'll help you out. This is Roster Watch, streaming live at ESPNAustin.com. This is 104.9 The Horn, Austin's FM Sports Talk. And AM 1260. Welcome back, Austin, Texas. This is Roster Watch. We are top 10 in the world in rankings. We're getting set for the playoffs. Make sure to go to rosterwatch.com. Look at our rankings. Help get your lineup set right today. Get top eight. Straight. Hey, top eight in the world, baby. You guys can't go wrong going to rosterwatch.com. So I was out yesterday tossing around the fishing pole a little bit up in Cedar Park. I caught one small little guy. Nothing to write home about. But something that did bring a smile to my face was driving home and I saw straight music. Hey, the the Lake Line location, lovely location. You can find them there, right next to Lake Line Mall or the South location, kind of the kind of the kind of the second original location uh, at 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 Ben White and um South Lamar. The original location was where I was where I was taken as a as, as a kid to get my first base, uh, and you know I, I went in there with my dad. Of course, you know having a dad that's a bass player and a and and a, and a pianist himself, he 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 knew that you got to take your kid to straight music. You got to get him an instrument there, and even though it was just like an eighty nine dollar Fender Squire guitar, uh, it was it it it. it it, it was it, it was an awesome bass and 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 one I've kept this in, this entire time even after getting a you know even after getting getting a Fender endorsement I still love the first bass I I ever got at Straight Music I do believe we have a do we have a do we have a caller we do we got Mike in Dallas how you doing Mike Hey how's it going guys This is my uh, my first time listening in I'm, I'm digging your show Thanks Thank Yo, you Yo What's up Mike How are you Name to please oh. I'm doing good, man. I, uh, I'm i an Andre Johnson owner, and I was super fired up that he's going to be coming back from injury in uh, in week 12. Then Shaw goes down. Now we got Matt Leinard in there, and um, I'm trying to gauge his value going forward. What, what does Matt Leinard mean for Andre Johnson? Uh, obviously, they've got a, a killer running game, and it, it's not going to take much for Liner to get some play action going, but you know what, what? How do you think about Andre Johnson going forward? Well, Mike, this was a definitely a source of debate for myself and the the trash man earlier this week, talking about how the loss of Schaub and the insertion of Matt Liner is going to affect their team moving forward. I personally feel really bad for Andre Johnson owners. I think they've had they've held out this long, keeping him on their bench, hoping for a big return, and I I think this has a big effect on his value. Um, but with that said, he's their guy. You know what I mean. So he's still going to get some action. Maybe it's kind of like is is could we hope for Dorian? I'll defer to you. Could we hope for something as good as a John Skelton, Larry Fitzgerald connection here, or a, or a Matt Moore, Brandon Marshall? We've seen a lot of these guys come in and really lock on to those number ones. I think so. Andre John, he's the kind of guy you throw the ball up to him, he's going to get it. Thing is. I was not that high on Schaub throughout the season. He's only gone over three hundred yards twice. This whole season, I think he's more been more of a game manager, and I think that's kind of what you're going to see out of Leonard. 
So I don't see him taking that much of a hit. Yeah, Mike, we think you you should probably temper your expectations a little bit, but it is still it it is still Andre three K. So you got to start him. I look I look at him probably as a uh, middle number two wide receiver. His value moving forward, so definitely playable with some good upside still. Word, Dorian, I know you were. Oh my God! Before you could even get the question out of my mouth, pulling up. It's a big truck. It, it it's it's it smells like it smells like a rotting deer carcass stuffed in a stuffed in a bum's closet. This, this is the this is one of the worst. I have an old roommate. My dad had a room that smelled like that. <laughs> My goodness! <laughs> Don't live in a trash can. Hey, ha, hey the, here's a man who does, ladies and gentlemen. If you've listened week after week, you've known this is fantasy trash turned into treasure. Rosterwatch.com's trash man. Hey, hey, hey. Glad to be back, guys. I got some trash for you. Hopefully it doesn't smell too much. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> All right, trash picks for this week. First off, a guy we know and love, especially Byron, Darius Hayward Bay of the Raiders. Um, yeah, he's kind of been declared DOA coming off of two really terrible weeks. But with uh, Jacoby Ford out, I think... Hey, Bay has a shot to make a difference again. People are going to be covering Daenerys more like crazy. Hayward Bay, he's a possession guy. He's going to get his looks. He's going to get his targets. And I think he's going to rack up some points here. Also, we talked about him earlier in the show. Damian Williams, wide receiver of the Titans. This guy's been the most explosive wideout for the Titans over the past few weeks, including 100 yards and a touchdown last week. Yet somehow, his efforts have gone largely unnoticed. He's only owned in 26% of fantasy leagues, and that's he's, crazy. He's got, a, he's got a big physical NFL body, and it's just, been a, it's, just, it's been a matter of the production coming in with the, with the potential, and it's seeming like it is. Yeah, like Kenny, Kenny Britt Light, in Kenny my Britt, it, yeah. Sure. You can't really go wrong there. Uh, another guy, he was in my column, the game's over. But I just kind of want to revisit it, and that's Joe McKnight running back out of the Jets. That was a great call. I think I think he might be the best running back for the Jets this, from here on out. I mean, he might not get consistent looks like he did in the other night, but I think he's going to be able to make the best of him. He's a bit of a malcontent, but he he is he's he has a he he has an he he has an elite skill set. He he has ever since high school. I mean, he's been he's he's, he's been amazing at most levels. And he he went he went to show that he's been a spe- he's been a real special teams con- contributor, but he can be a contributor on on the offensive side of the ball. He registered, you know, I think 120 total yards through the air. 125. Yeah, another guy who's kind of plays that same kind of role on his offense, and that's Craig Lumpkin, running back of the Buccaneers. Oh, we're starting to get trash. <laughs> hey, this I, is we're a starting lump to get trash. trash. Hey, Tampa Bay will be playing from behind. We can kind of be sure of that. And when that happens, Craig Lumpkin is the guy who's going to get the looks. He's going to get the carries. Blount's going to be out of there. They're going to want a guy who's in on the passing downs, and that's Craig Lumpkin. So if you need a bye week fill in, someone to stick into that flex, I think Lumpkin's a good start there. Yeah, okay. and and it kind of rhymes with pumpkin. It's a little <laughs> bit seasonal. Yeah, I think it sounds like a lump hey. of coal. Yeah. <laughs> well, depends hey, how you take yeah, it. Yeah, you squeeze that lump hard enough. What does it, it turn into? into? Hey, the trash man knows all about making treasure out of trash, diamonds out of coal. Hey, another another couple of diamonds or potential diamonds in the rough. 
those receivers there in Cincinnati, Andre Caldwell, and to even a lesser extent, Andrew Andrew Hawkins. You've never heard of him before, have you? Andrew Hawkins. <laughs> he was get he was getting a little bit involved last week after AJ Green caught the touchdown that he got injured on. Yeah, to be honest, he outplayed any of the other Cincinnati receivers. Jerome Simpson, he's probably owned in your league. But one of these guys, I think, will have a good day. So take a take a chance on Andre Caldwell and Andrew Hawkins, if you need be. Take a chance and come out tonight to Upper Decks. We're going to be watching the Sunday night game tonight. It's a good one. Eagles at Giants. Uh, we love to get outside. We love to get outside in this beautiful weather and uh, get on the third deck up there on the big screen. Have some drinks, relax on a Sunday night. They got great burgers up there. It's great food. It's great drinks. It's great times. They have three different decks. The weather's starting to get so nice. And you know, if you just want to go Isn't sit that out, crazy. It's almost Thanksgiving, and it's like well, it's we got to get spring. something in return for that horrible <laughs> summer that we had. Yeah, true, true. I think that something that we're going to get in turn get in return is just a brutal, nasty winter that kills off more plants. And <laughs> something you should get something brutal you'll want to get in your lineup tonight should be a Brandon Jacobs too in that game. We like him at home against the Eagles. Uh, yeah, we're we're super high on Jacobs this week against the expert consensus. Last week he looked good against the best run defense that one of the best run defenses I've ever seen in the in 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 um, San Francisco. Racked up fifty five yards on the ground and a and, and a little bit through the air and was looking like he had a good burst. This is going to be the week that Brandon Jacobs owners should be happy that you know that they're going to have the absence of a mob So Come up to upper decks, watch Brandon Jacobs. Pound a little hamburger and a hamburger patty tonight. <laughs> All, right. All right, hey, let's I don't talk. Like the sound of that. Hey, yeah, well, it, it'll be it'll be a thick patty. All right, let's finish with the garbage grab. All right, just a few more guys. Vincent Brown, wide receiver, the charts. We talked about him already, but he's only owned in thirteen percent of leagues. Get him on your roster. He's making waves there in San Diego, coming off a ninety-seven yard one TD game, almost two TD. Should have been game. two. Also, I like Delaney Walker, tied into the 49ers. Walker led San Francisco in targets last week with seven. A lot of people don't know that. Watch for him to continue to get good looks as Harbaugh tries to ease some of that load on Frank Gore. Also, I like John Skelton, quarterback of the Cardinals. Kevin Cobb would be sweating if he wasn't already a multi And most popular guy in town, the backup <laughs> quarterback, looking good. 20 points a game in the last two weeks. Skelton, 2-0 and since taking the Raiders in Arizona. Also, New England defense versus Kansas City. If this turns out like I think it will, Tyler Packle will be watching most of this game from his back. It could be a monster. Fellas, before we roll out today, let's try to help our, our terrific producer, Eddie Cross, with his uh, fantasy lineup real quick. I'm going to read it off to you. I already see one thing we need to talk about. <laughs> his starters are, a lot of his starters about, are Cam Newton, Larry Fitzgerald, A.J. Green, Jamichael Finley, Laurent Robinson, Earl Bennett, Robbie Gold, and Chicago defense. A lot of stock in Chicago there. A little bit of a homer. His bench is Reggie Bush, Nate Washington, Jay Stew, and Eli Manning. I mean, the first thing that comes to my attention is you got to get A.J. Green out of your lineup. Yeah, AJ. Yeah, AJ. AJ Green so, will not be playing today. What would y'all put? What I'd probably do is move Earl Bennett to AJ Green's wide receiver spot, and then in your flex, who do we like, guys? Reggie Bush, Nate Washington, or Jay Stew? I like Reggie Bush Reggie because Bush. of the matchup. 
I would temper my expectations, you know, from previous weeks, but I I, I, I like him to have an eight, nine point game. There you have it, Eddie. Take AJ Bills out of your defense, lineup. Twenty seventh against the run. Put Bennett in the wide receiver, and then stuff Bush in your flex. It'll be like stuffing something in your stocking for Christmas. You guys, we are roster watch. We're so happy to be here broadcasting with you guys on Sunday mornings. Make sure to visit us at rosterwatch.com. Follow us on Twitter at rosterwatch. Uh, that's where we do all the updating coming into the games. Everybody, have a good Sunday. My name is Alex Dunlap. Have a good Thanksgiving. On behalf of the Trash Man, Byron, and our producer, Eddie Cross, this is Roster Watch. See ya.